Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Learn English with Teachify. And you may notice today that it's just the two of us. We can、yeah, make it, it if we try. <laughs> just the two of us, just you and I. So, Mickey, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm not bad. I cannot complain. It is a Tuesday when we are recording this. It is Halloween, and tomorrow, the first of November, is a public holiday. So tomorrow,、oh. I'm not going to work. I'm going to relax. I'm going to maybe go for a walk and just take it easy. Just chill out. Just let my hair down. You know. I don't know if、uh, that's. Quite right, Lewis. Because we literally just had a, a chat a moment ago, and you said tonight I'm going to get extremely plastered, which is another way to say drunk, because it's Halloween. So why are you lying? Why are you telling our followers that you're just going to go for a walk? See, I'm trying to. I, I might actually go for a walk. You know, <laughs> this is something I like to do if I am a little bit hungover, because I know that I just want to stay at home for most of the day, but to not feel guilty about doing it. Usually, I'll wake up. I'll have a quick shower. I'll have a quick coffee or two. Then I'll listen to some podcasts as I go for a walk, get my steps in, and then an hour or two later, I feel like I've achieved something, even if it is just leaving my bed. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because you always like to do something to make it feel like you achieve something every day, which is good. I also do the same. I hate feeling unproductive. Uh, even if I'm not working, which I tend to be working most days,、wow. but either way, yeah, it's good to have like those little wins. Exactly. I mean, it's nice to feel that you're doing something, even if this thing is、uh, nice and easy. It's not necessarily working. It's just feeling like you've made the most of the day. Because if not, when you get to the end of the day and you lie down to、uh, go to sleep, it's like, oh, what have I done today? Have I wasted time? And I don't want to have that feeling. I completely agree. Just on that note, because you just said a very interesting、uh, few words, which is to make the most of. Do you want to explain what that means? Because a lot of students have a big problem with make the most of. Angel and Thomas, not so much Thomas, but Angel, one of our first students, could never get this right. What does make the most of mean, Lewis?、Um, well, Angel, if you're listening or watching this,、um, and anyone else who may be interested and may have. Had some doubts and some questions about this expression. To make the most of something is to take advantage of something. For example, if it is a sunny day, I'm going to go out and make the most of the sun. I'm going to take advantage of the fact that it's sunny to do something.、Um, for example, using this in conversation.、Um, Mickey, at the weekend, how do you try to make the most of your time?、Um, at the moment, which is something we will talk about later, I like to make the most of my time by reading. At the moment, I feel like I am very motivated with reading, so I'm、uh, I'm trying to keep keep up with it, trying to continue it.、Uh, so that's what I do. Apart from having a few beers and going to the beach, but also a oi, little oi. bit of reading. Oi, oi. <laughs> And、uh, on that note as well,、uh, having a few beers.、Um, we are not drunks, I promise.、Um, but、uh, just going over some vocabulary,、um, Mickey used a nice、uh, British slang phrase, which means very, very drunk. And he said plastered. 
He said that I'm going to go out tonight and I'm going to get plastered. It's not the plan, but anything could happen, you know? Yeah, and when you say you're only going to have one, we all know it's never one. It's never one. Um, but what other ways of saying plastered are there in the UK? So plastered, pissed. pissed yeah, you can say blind drunk. Bit less common, I think, more, maybe more old English, but sometimes you might hear it. Uh-huh. Um, we could also say hammered. Hammered. Could say, oh, this is a very informal. You could also say wankered. Wankered? <laughs> Use that one quite a lot. <laughs> awesome. So uh, that, there you have plenty of alternatives in case you do get very drunk in the near future. Um, but let's focus on today's topic, which is all related to media. Uh, and it's a huge topic. We could go in many different directions from books, as Mickey mentioned, to series, to films, to podcasts, to the news, to traditional mass media or social media. But let's start with something relatively light. Um, Mickey, tell us about a film that you've watched recently. Oh, do you know what? I'm not a huge film person at the moment or series. But I guess the latest film that I watched probably was. Oh, what did I watch recently? Did I go to? I didn't even go to the cinema. I was at home. So you didn't see Barbie, Oppenheimer, The Flowers I of didn't. the Moon, whatever it's called. No, I didn't. I think the last one. Oh, I know what it was. Oh, oh. I know. What, I've just remembered, and it's not a good film. It was The Exorcist. Okay, interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. One of, one, of, one of my friends just brought it up in conversation. And I said that I, had, I couldn't remember the story because it's so many years since I watched it. So he was like, okay, tonight we're going to watch it. And we did. And the film was surprisingly very strange. Uh, mm -hmm. I completely forgot everything that happened in it. And I probably wouldn't recommend it or watch it again. And uh, were you scared of it? Were you terrified? I wasn't scared. No? Maybe if I was younger. I mean, I'm still young now, 25. Exactly. <clears throat> but, Age is uh, just a number, right? It is just a number. But yeah, no, it wasn't just going. Oh, I did remember another one, actually, which I watched uh, before that, which was called The Fly, which is an old, I think it's 80s film where a man turns into a fly. That uh -huh. is very twisted and probably worse than The Exorcist. Different storyline, but it's worth watching if you haven't seen it. And if you have, leave a comment and let us know what you thought of the film The Fly. Oh, yeah, if you've watched The Exorcist on a fly recently, um, let Mickey know what you thought, <laughs> because I personally haven't seen Eva recently. I have seen The Exorcist before, but it was ages ago. It was donkeys years ago, a long time ago. Um, so, yeah, I cannot relate yeah. to you in any way. What about you? What have you watched recently? Cinema or at home? Are you a Netflix um, man? I am a Netflix man, uh, not just Netflix, of course, Disney, HBO, etc. But I don't pay for all of them. Shh. Just Netflix. Thanks, Mum and Dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. uh, as you know, during the week, I don't really like being sociable <laughs> and going out and doing things. So then on like a traditional Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday even, I'm quite happy just lazing around at home, uh, staying on my sofa, eating and watching series or doing some similar stuff. And or football. Or football in particular, especially on a Saturday or Sunday. <laughs> but 
I've actually been binge watching what I think is maybe my favorite series of all time. Uh, because my girlfriend hadn't watched it before. So I told her, like, listen, you have to come on. Uh, so I'm repeating it. I don't mind re-watching it, and I am re-watching it. Um, and it is The Office. I'm re-watching the US one or the, the American um, or the British one. Uh, I, to be honest, I like both of them, but because the US one is much longer, you've got Steve Carell, who's amazing at it. Um, mm -hmm. I'm re-watching The US Office, which is currently on Netflix, and we've been binge-watching it for the last two or three weeks, and we're still only about halfway through. So that tells you how many episodes there are. And it's such an easy thing to watch. It's great for practicing your English as well. Um, if you understand the jokes, like hats off to you. Um, but it, it's a feel-good series, especially if you've had a busy day or you don't want to watch something which is a little bit dark or scary or it requires a lot of like mental energy. Just stick an episode of The Office on, lean back, relax, and enjoy. I think, if I'm not mistaken, didn't you create a class that we taught years ago <laughs> at Teacher Fights? Uh, it was the company training uh, topic, wasn't it? Different trainings that companies offer their employees. For example, English is one of them. There's also like health and safety. And you used the example from uh, the Office US uh, with the, was it the first aid? First aid, if I'm not mistaken? Something, Something like, like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the students having a lot of fun with that one. Yeah, I think this was when I was a little bit out of control with the uh, material and I'd use lots of little clips from the office and stuff like that. And uh, some of them went down an absolute treat and people loved them. And others, you could see that the students were like, teacher, Lewis, what is this? What are you teaching me? <laughs> yeah, I think it was a very interesting one. Going back to what you just said, it went down an absolute treat. That is a lovely expression, Lewis. What does that mean? Uh, if something goes down a treat, then it goes down really well, meaning that it is well received by the people who are watching it in this case. So maybe I could also say that I cooked, uh, I baked a cake, uh, a chocolate cake for my friend's birthday, and everybody started eating it and it went down an absolute treat. People Yummy. absolutely loved it. It was really well received by the people I made it for. Lovely. Very good. I like it. I like it. Let's move on to another question, Lewis. Have you noticed, by the way, just to interject here, how smoothly is this podcast YouTube video running without Will? It's amazing. Uh, are you suggesting we should get rid of him? <laughs> I think we might have to get rid of him, replace him or not. <laughs> we can replace him with a broomstick. I think uh, we would get the same result. <laughs> because if that's what you're suggesting, I'm all ears. I I'm down for it. Let the people decide. What do you think? Should he stay or should he go? Yeah, should Will stay on the podcast? Um, <laughs> let us know. Let us know. I'm interested to, to see the reactions. And uh, if you don't think he should be back, please be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, um, let's do another question. Now, um, go let's move on and uh, focus more on uh, media in general. So, um, hmm. To what extent do you trust mass media, the BBC and the news and stuff like that? Very controversial, this one, Lewis. Let it uh, out. 
Yeah, I could talk about this for hours, to be fair. And I tend to talk about it for hours with my friends because we're all conspiracy theorists. No, I'm yeah, joking. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think, yes, it's very controlled by the media. And I think it's not good, um, which is why you get a lot of these independent podcasters who can have the same, if not more, listeners and followers to get their messages across uh, and maybe shed some light on the facts instead of covering news. Um, yeah, I think it's becoming more apparent after the, you know, what happened a few years ago because people are less uh, trusting in their own government's media. So people are also keeping an eye out for other sources of media to see uh-huh. what they believe and to also form their own opinions and not just be convinced by the mass media. I think that's a very polite and uh, political way to say I don't agree with it. <laughs> yeah, very diplomatic. So basically, you're not a huge fan of traditional mass media. It's not what you follow most. And you kind of take everything they say with a pinch of salt that you don't 100% believe what they say or don't take it seriously. Um, And you mentioned shed some light on. Um, What does it mean, Mickey, to shed some light on? Yeah, so to shed some light would be to reveal the information, something. Um, So obviously we don't have access. We don't know what happens all the time all around the world. So somebody's going to shed some light on it. They're going to reveal or open up the information for other people to see. Perfect. So do you have any recommendations for people of uh, podcasts or YouTube channels or stuff like that uh, to get some alternative views? Yeah, I would. Firstly, I would not be using Instagram or Twitter because <laughs> I think is possibly the worst place for uh, uh-huh. social media. Um, I recently, with the situation in uh, with Gaza, I've been listening to a podcast called The Rest is Politics. And it's very unbiased, and they have people from both sides on. So they just discuss their views. Uh, they also talk a lot about history and also facts as well. And they try not to speculate so much. So I think that's quite a nice podcast to listen to. It's called The Rest of Politics. And it's also amazing to learn English. Uh, it's quite formal, uh, quite high level. So if you're up for the challenge, it's definitely recommended. Uh, that would be my main source, I think, at the moment for news. What about you? Perfect. Uh, so that is The Rest is Politics, right? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I'd say, to be honest, uh, a lot of the uh, podcasts that I listen to, it's weird because I uh, take in a lot of different opinions, but they're almost all from traditional mass media around the world. So in Spain, to practice my Spanish every day, I listen to a podcast from El País, which is the kind of center-left newspaper, and also El Mundo, which is the center-right newspaper. And every day they uh, speak about different uh, issues in Spain and around the world. And you can kind of compare and contrast the way that they uh, kind of explain these issues. And I do a similar thing at the moment in French as well, uh, where I listen to a couple of different podcasts in French. I don't understand everything, but little by little, I'm understanding more and more and some of the topics that they're speaking about, like the war in Ukraine or in Israel, is quite interesting. So instead of kind of getting my information from the BBC and in English, I do it in different languages. Uh, So maybe some things get lost in translation, but that's the way I stay up to date and informed with what's going on in the world. Would you then repeat that information that you 
learn? Would you then form an opinion and use that in conversation when you're speaking with friends? Uh, maybe you're going for a drink and the topic comes up. Do you use that information then, or do you just purely use it for language learning? Uh, I'd say mainly for language learning, um, but also because when it comes to delicate issues and political issues, I do keep myself to myself quite a lot. And I usually ask questions rather than give my own opinion. Um, mm, and this is where we differ. Yeah, yeah. I usually keep my own opinions to myself. And of course, I can try to uh, diplomatically and in a friendly way tell people what I think. But I don't want to offend people. Uh, not that my opinions would offend people. But I always try to think that, you know, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. So I don't want to hurt people's feelings. But I will ask questions and kind of like, illicit responses as if i was an english teacher even when i'm speaking with my friends <laughs> guilty <laughs> yeah i guess i'm the complete opposite i like to rattle a few cages exactly you, you like to stir the pot <laughs> yeah also okay uh let's move on from that and before we call it a day and finish today uh let's go over some phrasal verbs because um this week, I've been reviewing some phrasal verbs, which are commonly used when speaking about different forms of media. So, Mickey, um, could you get the ball rolling and explain one of these phrasal verbs? I can get the ball rolling, Lewis. I'm going to start with one because we were talking about book briefly. And this is one that I'm reading at the moment, which is called Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, I know. Who are you? What have you done with Mickey? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm on a stoic journey at the moment. <laughs> the, um, and one of the phrases you can use, especially when reading, is to flick through. Basically, okay, so to flick is the verb to flick through. It's basically to like look through the pages very quickly to flick through the book. Quite useful. You can, can you use that for the series as well, Lewis? Um... I guess if you're searching for episodes of The Office, for example, you can flick through the catalogue um, to try and find the right episode. Um, but I think it's best used with books because then you can imagine the pages kind of moving and you can hear them like you are flicking through it. Yeah, very good. And what about yourself? Have you got one that you want to share with us today? Uh, of course. Um, I will double you there. And I don't have one. I have two. Um, oh. And uh, both of them, one more. Both of them are with the same main verb, which is why I thought it's better to explain them both at the same time. Um, and I have come on and come out. So, oh, for okay. example, um, the uh, latest Mar Martin Scorsese film came out a couple of weeks ago. So, to come out is when a film, a book, a product is released. Another example is that the new iPhone is coming out this month, for example. Oh, Lewis, you're so behind. That's already come out. It's already come out, has it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm behind the times. And however, come on is, for example, you are uh, zapping, uh, switching channels on the TV, and then you see, ah, Lord of the Rings is coming on in 20 minutes, meaning that they are going to start to play it. So if you're watching TV and something comes on, it starts to be played. So come out, be released, come on, 
start to be played? Easy. Easy peasy. And uh, Mickey, tell us one more phrasal verb. Uh, I'll do one, which is to make out, uh, which has various meanings. Okay, one, on. of them could be, one of them could be to actually two people kiss each other and they make out. That's not the one that we're looking at today. The other version of it would be um, to pretend almost. So I'll give you an example. Um, some language academies make out that they are better than Teacherify. They pretend that they are better than Teacherify. They lie. <laughs> they lie, and we know that is not the case. <laughs> so there's an example for you. To make out is to pretend something that is not real. Perfect, exactly. If you are making out something, you are giving the impression of it. As you said, some uh, companies make out that they have the best service when they don't. We can save this one for another day. I can talk for an hour about this. Yeah, yeah, you can just go on and on and on. And now we've gone over, gone over phrasal verbs. We've gone over four phrasal verbs now. But as I mentioned earlier, it is Halloween today. So, um... Mickey, are you a fan of dressing up? Oh, I am not a fan. I will only do it if I am forced to. Oh, really? <laughs> Strong feelings. I'm, I'm more of a fan of dressing down, not dressing, <laughs> dressing up. Uh, okay. <laughs> so to dress up is to wear a costume. And to be honest, I'm with you. I, we see eye to eye. We are on the same page in that... We don't really like dressing up. Uh, who knows? Maybe I'll get a bed sheet and cut some holes in it and then dress up as a ghost. Uh, we will see. Um, but you said you're more of a fan of dressing down. What does it mean to dress down? To be more casual to dress down. Uh, I think years ago when we were in the office and going around with offering our services, we were very dressed up. Uh, and now we're teaching from home, so we're quite dressed down, a bit more casual, which is quite nice. Exactly. Perfect. Awesome. So uh, on that note, uh, thank you everybody for listening or for watching this podcast uh, with just the two of us, uh, Mickey and I. Um, so it was much more efficient, uh, if you ask me. Um, so I do agree. get to uh, like this video, to subscribe to our channel for more content um, and uh, let us know in the comments. So what would you like us to do next week? Would you like it to be just for two of us once again? Or <laughs> shall we invite Will back? The jury's out. Jury's out. <laughs> awesome. See you later, everybody. And don't forget to teach you for your life. Bye-bye.